Hey, chickadees. I'm Candace Simmons, founder of Stiletto Ninjas, and you are listening to Girl Listen. What is on my mind this week? <laughs> Hashtag not my problem. Girl Listen. <laughs> hey, chickadees. Welcome back to Girl Listen. This is your girl, Candace, And today I'm here with you with a heavy heart, y'all. This week I decided to um, switch some things around and postpone the original episode this week. I think it goes without saying why I chose to, but I actually labored this decision. I thought, do I and should I use this platform or not? But I went back to my original mission. I thought back to why I created and built Stiletto Ninjas. I thought about why why I created and built Girl Listen. And if I'm here to create a community and a ministry for women, then as a black mom raising two amazing young boys and being married to a tall, dark, and handsome man, I knew it would be dismissive and ingenuine of me to not stop and validate where some of us, including myself, are at right now. And so I want to have a conversation today among women, moms, wives and sisters. So Cam, aka Cam Cam, Jalen, aka J-Bug, Larry, <laughs> aka Babe or Bubba, Brandon, aka Brim Brim. Yeah, they all have a name just like George Floyd, just like Tamir Rice, just like Trayvon Martin. They all have a mom, a wife, a brother, a sister, a grandma, an aunt, and uncle. Where do I start? Larry, my hubby of almost 11 years. Those who know him know that he would give you his last. He would and he has given the shirt off his back to a complete stranger. That's just how he is. I've watched him with my eyes full of tears, put his life on the line for this country, not once, but twice, as he was deployed for 12 months and 14 months with the U.S. Army. But today, amongst all of this, I ask, will any of that even matter? Jay is our oldest. He's my stepson. And I love him all the same. He's tall, dark, and handsome like his dad. Um, he's working on finishing up high school and getting his life back on track. Um, he's tall. So I guess, you know, that's what they say, intimidating, right? But he's quiet as a mouse. He doesn't talk much. Um, he really prefers to just be to himself, but he enjoys being a big brother and he's pretty dang on good at it most of the time. <laughs> but will any of that matter? Cam, <laughs> Cam is my firstborn son, y'all. And I'm gonna try to make it through this podcast without tears. He's my heart. He's identical to his dad. He's handsome. He has the amazing smile. He's smart. He's goofy and he's quiet. He's a scholar student. He's making all honor roll in middle school while being enrolled in advanced high school courses. He's a video game freak and believe it or not, he can solve a Rubik's Cube in less than a minute. <laughs> but will any of that matter? This talk today isn't about politics. I'm not passing judgment. I'm not out to condemn. It's about the reality, my reality, my husband's reality, my kids' reality, my brother's reality. See, the black man comes with a profile in this country that validates he is a criminal and he could be judged in the streets. Am I mad? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. And if you feel the same, be with me. Be mad. Be outraged. Be tired. Be hurt. But as I woke up this morning, I knew that even as I process my emotions, I must at some point be all these things without getting bitter. Bitterness rooted in anything will kill your everything. So as I try to process and handle my emotions, 
situations, I do so without letting any bitterness creep up in my heart. It's what I pray for every single day. But when someone has such raw emotions, they just want to feel heard and validated. So I know the only way for me and maybe others to handle this is through communication. I think communication through love, communication through trust, communication through respect can bridge a gap and break down a wall of hostility instead of building a wall of racism. But everyone, everyone, everyone has to be able to communicate, which means to have the ability to not just talk, but most important part of communicating is listen. I understand though, because growing up black in the South, (laughs) it meant race and racism and prejudice was an everyday conversation in my home. I have been equipped to have this type of conversation since I was a child. But recently I had to understand that that's not the same for everyone. Everyone didn't have to or need to or have a prerequisite to their life to discuss these tough issues. So now when the topic comes up, for some it's uncomfortable and defensive. Defense is their first mechanism. If you know me, you know I've always said growth happens when you're uncomfortable, though. I think as women, as moms, as wives and sisters, this is a conversation we should and we need to all have because we must all understand that an injustice to one is an injustice to all. This is not a black problem. It's an American problem that race and racism and prejudice and hatred is what this country was built on. In the midst of a global pandemic, we are coming face to face with what I think is one of the greatest pandemic that will haunt us. It's race and it's prejudice. So of all the emotions I shared earlier, I think my biggest emotion is fear. A fear that sometime when my husband leaves this house, hoping and praying that if he is ever pulled over, they will see his disabled veteran sign before they see a 6'4", 260 pound black man. A fear that every time my sons leave to go play basketball in our neighborhood park, that I remind them to not be too loud, to keep their phone on them. Don't say nothing to nobody and call me if anything or anyone say something to you. A fear that I don't have the words to tell my sons when they start driving what to do if approached by an officer, if approached by a man in a white truck, or if approached by a woman with a dog. See, what y'all don't realize is I'm kind of in uncharted territory. Here's why. My mom, as a little girl of eight siblings raised by her sister, single mom because my grandfather passed when she was still a little girl. My mom was raised in the South. You keep your head low. You don't make eye contact and you hush now, little girl. That same little girl grew up to be my mom and she raised me. Don't hang with bad people. Don't go to that side of town. Don't do bad things. Be respectful. Don't go looking for trouble and trouble won't go looking for you. But now my list of what I got to teach my children, the conversations me and my husband have to have, Lord, where do I begin? Keep your hands on the wheel. No sudden movements. Don't reach for anything. Keep your voice low. Don't ask questions. Turn your music down. Don't walk at night in your neighborhood. Don't run in your neighborhood in the daytime. Don't talk to anyone in the city park. Call me. Video it. What do I say to just make sure my babies come home to me? If you can't imagine my pain, my fear, my concern, and my worry, then with all due respect, you are 
a part of the problem. And I don't hate you, but I do pray for you. I pray that God will open your heart and your mind to show empathy and compassion for something that you may never, ever understand. It's in times like these that I'm so thankful for friends like Amanda. You know who you are. See, Amanda looks nothing like me. She's a free-spirited white girl from the North. (laughs) Her babies are fur babies, and that's how she likes it. So to see us, two people who look like we have nothing in common, but the beauty of it is we don't have to have anything in common because we have love, trust and respect for each other. I think the beauty of our friendship is that we don't have anything in common because that's the cool part. But I have been able to share some of my most vulnerable feelings and emotions and experiences with her. And she has shared some of the same with me. And here's why. Because we listen. We listen. We don't listen to criticize. We don't listen to validate. We don't listen to judge. We don't listen with a smirk or an RBF. We do not listen to respond. We just listen to listen. We just listen to hear. We listen to learn. We listen with compassion. We listen with empathy. We listen with humility. We listen with concern and we listen with care. I think Amanda and I demonstrate what others need to be able to do because this is a conversation that every household should have to have tonight. I don't think in this time any of us have a luxury of saying not my problem. And if you don't know how to have these conversations, then start by listening. If you look around your circle, And there's no one in your circle that can share or is willing to share a different perspective for you right now, then you need to open yourself to a bigger circle. Trust me, you'll be a better person when you can do so. So I want to leave you with some what's next, right? I think we all begin to talk and we continue to talk. This is a conversation that must continue to go because the next generation, they're depending on this generation to talk, to talk with ourselves, to talk with God, to talk with our our friends, to talk with our neighbors, to talk with strangers, to talk with our kids. Reconciliation begins with communication so we can pray together for justice, for peace, for change. So ladies, check in with your friends. Stop your normal business as usual because for others it's not business as usual today. Just for a moment, check in with your friends. Some people are hurting and you don't have to understand to show compassion. You just have to listen. But don't go into those conversations feeling guilty. If you're thinking, Candace, I don't even, I don't talk it because I don't even know how to talk because I don't even know what to say. You don't have to be guilty. You don't have to have a solution. It's just meant to listen. Don't discredit right now someone else's experience and emotions, especially if they don't mirror where you are right now with your own reactions. Just listen. These talks are not about taking sides. It's not about a debate. You don't have to prove anything. Just listen to understand, listen to learn, listen to know what to pray for. Listen without judgment. Listen with empathy. Listen with appreciation that someone thought enough of you to share a part of them with you. Then talk. Share what you learn with others, starting with those intimate conversations in your home and continue to encourage others to talk. We need more communications of care than debates. In the middle of Mental Health Awareness Month and trying to juggle the emotions of COVID and being overwhelmed, it's like, now this, what else? I encourage y'all today, stop where you are and take a pause and take some deep breaths if you need to. Take small breaks throughout today, physical and mental. Get a walk and a breath of fresh air. Log off of social media for a bit. Walk away from the news. Go in prayer. Make time to rest. Be intentional about getting to bed earlier. Pray. 
Stay connected to your village, but protect your peace, y'all. No negative Nancys. <laughs> Not today. Not today, y'all. Ask for help. Don't struggle in silence. If you're trying to manage all of the emotions going through you, I encourage you to talk. I hope today that I was able to relay where some of you may feel. I hope I was able to encourage you how to process what you feel. I hope I inspired some of you to be a part of the solution and not the problem. I pray God continues to guide my conversations and emotions through this thing as I leave you with my sticky note moment. He reminds me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper and so I know God is in control. The Bible says vengeance is the Lord and so I pray for protection over my family and yours. I pray that I don't let fear handicap me as a parent. I want to teach my children to soar in a world that says you intimidated me. I want to teach my baby to not be afraid. I want to challenge them to explore and create experiences in a world that doesn't accept them everywhere. So I pray to God to show me how to educate them on the reality of our world so they are not naive, but not in a way that it jades them or paralyzes them. Mama Bears, I pray for you and I hope you pray for me. I encourage Stiletto Ninjas to continue this conversation. Join me, share your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your questions. I'm on Facebook at Stiletto Ninjas and I'm at Instagram at Candace.IamStilettoNinjas. Today, y'all, I, I pray. I ask that you guys continue to be blessed, continue to be encouraged, and I'll see you later, chickadees.